Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us at Speak Your Truth Radio, a conscious journey to enlightenment. I am Kristen Bomas, your host, and I'm joined today by Nicole, and we are going to be talking about judging success and why it is that so many people can't seem to just get excited about other people's success. And in fact, the more common is to judge it negatively to talk badly or to butt it to death. Oh, they might be successful, but blah, 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 blah. So we're going to look at why that might happen. I think everyone out there probably knows of someone who does that or has maybe done that in your own life at some point in time. Um, We're seeing a lot of it in the media. We see a lot of it in our families. um, And we can absolutely see it within ourselves. We know that judgment is something that only exists when the person who is judging is in, is in absence of fulfillment and happiness within themselves because we judge only in the way we are fearful of being judged. The simplicity of that truth keeps you wide awake to what's going on inside you whenever a judgment is spoken. So if we're looking at someone and we judge them for their success, there's a very real probability that inside we're feeling a sense of inadequacy or maybe even jealousy that they have something we don't. And why is it that they have it and we don't? Maybe a sense of unfairness, but all of those thoughts and feelings come from something inside the judger And it says, I'm afraid I can't have. I'm afraid I'm not good enough. I'm afraid it's not going to be me. And so there is a disconnect. Or if I had it, how would I be judged? So I have a friend who learned that people with money always did something bad to get it. And so he's terrified to have money. So what are those examples in your life? And what does success mean to you? And what happens around you with people you know with success around them. So what are your thoughts? Nicole, have you had any experiences like that? And what are your thoughts about people being judgmental about success in family and friends? Absolutely. I don't think you can really turn on the TV or go on any sort of social media without seeing not just judgment of success, but really harsh, nasty criticisms of people. Um, you know, even if it's not in the media, we see that, like you mentioned, in our own homes, and our own families, our friends. Um, for some reason, we tend to justify why they could be successful. It's never good enough that they are successful because they worked hard. Um, it seems to me, like you said, people often follow it up with, they're successful, they achieved this, but they're this, this, and that. Um, which... To me, I, I really wish that we could find a true happiness for that person, um, whether it's someone in, in the in media, someone who's achieved something, even our celebrities. What we want to do instead is judge them so harshly um, to the point now that it's gotten out of control with the nastiness um, and then the name slinging that's gone on, even on the news. Um, you mentioned in your blog article this week 
You know, we no longer want to hear the positive. But if you turn on the news and you see something negative or some sort of bashing, we're drawn to it. So what do we do to change ourselves as a whole? We can individually want better things for people and be happy for their successes. But how do we start the change? How do we put a positive spin on it? That's a great question. I think that, um, you know, everybody wants to kind of wait for the other one to do it. And I'm going to sidebar a little bit. If if you're on Facebook out there, I, I wonder if you saw the um, elephant video where they're crossing a, a, a rushing river and a tiny adolescent elephant starts to drift down the river and the mother is trying to get it back, trying to get it back, trying to get it back and is struggling and other elephants come and help get this uh, young elephant across, across the rushing river. So elephants aren't intelligent, they're wise. And in that unity, in that working together, we see an absence of the apathy. So some of what you're talking about, I think, Nicole, is that people want you to join in the bandwagon with the negative, but they don't want to be the first one to go to the rescue. Okay, so if I do it all by myself, what good is that? Nobody else is going to join me on the good because people are joining on the bad. What is the apathy that, that exists in that equation? We don't, we don't see ourselves uniting based upon a good. We don't see ourselves stopping to help the person broke down anymore broken down on the side of the road anymore so what is that part of the equation well it does start with one and it does start with someone like you and you know you have a very solid heart of compassion and wanting to see acceptance so how do you pull just think about this for for everybody out there in your own life how do you pull friends away from their negativity is it easy Oh, absolutely not. Um, I guess, just like you're saying, by positive example, you mm -hmm. know, you lead by example. And, um, you know, I would so much rather be known for doing something to help someone than to put someone down. Absolutely. And um, one example that I'll give is um, I'm sure a lot of the audience out there has heard she's been on social media left and right. Um, Tess Munster Holiday, she is a new plus size model. She's the biggest plus size model that's been signed to a major, um, some sort of major modeling contract um, thus far. She's five foot five and a size 22, and she is known for modeling bikinis and lingerie, um, and she's beautiful. Um, people have a huge problem with her size and her being in mainstream media. And I read an article that mostly talked about the name calling, everything from barnyard animals to telling her she might as well commit suicide. And I've been following her for some time now and never once did she advocate being overweight. She never once said, who cares if you're fat? You, everyone should just eat what they want and be unhealthy. What she's advocating is loving yourself no matter what stage you're at. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to say she's an unfair role model and she's not good for our children, she's not good for America because America is obese, I think is incorrect. 
if you're reading it incorrectly, that maybe you see that. But what she, her real message is to love yourself. And honestly, I think it's a vicious cycle to not love yourself, hate your body, eat more, not love yourself, hate yourself, feel like you're not worthy enough mm -hmm. to be healthy, to be fit. And that's not what she's advocating at all. Um, and I just feel like it's disgusting for anyone to sit there and bully someone, whether it's online or not, to kill themselves or that they're not good enough because they don't fit into our cookie cutter society. And I don't even know how to fit into this cookie cutter society unless you buy into not being good enough. And what you're saying is exactly that, that it's, it is about the fear of not being good enough that drives the judgments of her. And as you look at what you're saying with her, that nobody is willing to help with the success, which again goes back to the elephants. Nobody's willing to help with the success of the young one. They want to say, it's not my problem, and thank God, because I want to have the judgment and feel separate from in some way. I don't want to be associated with, which goes back to what you're saying. It goes back to, okay, I don't want to feel um, like I'm not part of the masses. And if I don't agree with the masses and show how strongly I, I feel about her being heavy, that blah, 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 now I feel a sense of belonging out of my own fear of not feeling a sense of belonging. And yet, God knows what's happening inside some of these people who are joining that bandwagon. Are they feeling inside, oh my God, I'm joining because what if somebody saw me? They're behind a screen. Last week on the podcast, I'm sure you heard, we talked about what's, was that last week? Uh, maybe two weeks ago, we talked about what's what's happening on the face on Facebook. You know, what's the image that we put out there. And so again, you're kind of addressing that what you're saying. People are jumping on to these platforms and giving their hateful, judgmental, harshly destructive opinions and not even addressing the real storyline. They're missing the storyline, seeing what they want to see, hearing what they want to hear, and then destroying with it without the remorse, without the connection to the other human being. And the happiness the second part you bring up, which is such a magnificent piece, because happiness doesn't come from everybody else. It comes from inside. Absolutely. I don't care if you're a size 2 or a size 22. The secret is the happiness. And too much of our culture, we don't know ourselves. This culture is all about the other person. So we grow up learning about the other and their judgment of us. We don't learn who we are. And so every single one of these people who we are talking about, and even ourselves, because each of us has been judgmental at times, even in what you were just saying, there was judgment there, right? So yeah, we all have judgment going. None of us are devoid of that yet, but we can be. And I can say that in my own personal life, as I've gotten more and more comfortable with who I am and enjoying the company I keep, I don't judge in any way like I used to. The judgment falls out of the picture. The acceptance comes into the picture. And the acceptance of everyone does not mean I want to be like everyone. I want to be me. But I love the differences in everyone around me. So if that is in my life, that can be in all of our lives, because I'm no different than everyone else, but we don't know that. 
our culture doesn't teach an inward journey. It teaches an outside external focus. And you tapped on that, that, you know, we're, we're looking at everybody else, we're judging everybody else harshly, but that also deflects from anybody looking inside us or looking at us and seeing who we are. And that equation says, I'm not happy. I agree with you. I'll share with you a, a short story. When I was a kid, I went to a really small private school and uh, my family was very poor. I was an overweight kid. Um, I kind of was in the school out of a charity. And I found myself, middle school age, being a, a very vicious bully. I mean, I was, I was terrible. And there was this girl in my class and she was South American. She was very awkward. Um, she hadn't grown into her body, not like any of us really had in seventh grade, but people started to pick on her. And I thought to myself, I can fit in with these people. They're not picking on me. Right. And so I picked on her and I was probably the worst. I would torture her. And there was even a moment where my mother was called into the school and we had to sit down. Her name was Daphne. We had to sit down with Daphne and her mother and Daphne's mother cried and said, my, my daughter comes home every day unhappy with herself, saying she wants to kill herself. And that, at that moment, I don't remember exactly how I felt, though I do remember thinking to myself, I have to stop. Well, fast forward to 11th grade. I'm in my psychology class, and who sits directly in front of me? Daphne. Daphne. And I hadn't seen her in all those years. She was still a little bit awkward. I was still a little bit awkward. And I had this horrible sense of, God, I hope she doesn't know who I am. I really hope she doesn't know who I am. And we had a debate in class about whether private school was worse or better than public. And Daphne raised her hand and she said, my, my life was hellish going to a private middle school. And I was bullied so badly, I would hide, I would run away, I wanted to kill myself. And I couldn't help myself, so I started to cry. And I raised my hand and I said, Daphne, I know and you both know that I'm the person that did that to you. And I'm really sorry. I couldn't be more sorry for the things that I did to you. And it, I only did them because I was an uncomfortable heavy girl that didn't fit in, was poor, was not like the cookie cutter rest of the pretty girls that we went to school with. And I could not apologize to you more. And I feel like ever since then, I've always had a soft spot for the bullied, whether it's online, um, within my family, because ultimately I was so wanting to align myself with people that I didn't there I didn't really like their character but right. I didn't want to be alone I didn't right. want to be the Daphne right and I chose the wrong way you chose a way that was clearly not you and and yeah so for you it becomes the wrong way but at the time you didn't know it was the wrong way and I think for those of you out there who find yourself um, judging and, and relating to Nicole's story and uh, I I certainly found tears so I'm sure you guys did too but 
you do, you find yourself aligning because the need to belong is such a critical component to every single one of us. And so if we're going to belong in the note of, you know, okay, I'll join the bullies, that's an easy, least common denominator route to go, and, and then I can belong, we may not even think at that time, well, I'm going to have to be a bully to be with the bullies. You're just thinking a sense of belonging. Oh, I agree. I see what they see. We all see the same thing. Okay, I'll jump on the bandwagon. But it isn't necessarily today, nor by the time you were in 11th grade. By the time you left middle school, you knew that wasn't the way for you. So at the time you made the decision, it wasn't a wrong decision. Look at how much you learned from it. Look at where you are today. But, it, but as you grow, you see that the wrong is because it's not who you are. And I would challenge any of us out there, as we find ourselves judging or buying into this really, really harsh uh, media or Facebook platform or any of the social media platforms where people are getting harsh and destructive in their, in their verbiage, in their, in their descriptions, in their name calling, in their bullying. Um, Ask yourself, where the belongingness is in that? What happened for you? And why is it that it's so familiar to you to be on that side of the equation? Do you owe too well know what it would be like to be on the opposite side of that equation? And are you trying to avoid being the one judged? And if so, what is that about? We are such an external country that we're scared to look at ourselves. We're scared to say, this is me, because if we say, this is me, somebody's gonna say, yes, but it's not good enough because I want you to be like me. Oh, okay. So how do we have the guts to say, this is me? And so a lot of that goes, is hidden behind all of this. Again, going back to when we decide, I loved your question, how do we become change uh, pieces. You know, how do you and I start the ball rolling? You know, we're doing it now for sure, but how do we become the elephants that group around the adolescent who can't make it to give success? Because we know that success is not done alone. That every single one of us, if we join together, can all be successful. There's plenty in this world. There is infinite abundance. There is infinite possibility. There is everything that everyone wants as long as we believe and that we start to work in this life from a place of compassion, going towards unity and harmony, willing to stop and help that person on the side of the road that's broken down, get back into a successful journey down that road. What do we need to do to help success at every level in life? How do we take that person next to us as they start to, to say a negative and say, do you see a positive? I understand your negative. I understand what you're saying, but what might we do to take that judgment you have of that person and help that person live beyond that judgment? Is there something we can do? What are the little questions that we can ask? What are the little thoughts we can offer? Sometimes it's simply in our silence. We don't join in to the negative. Absolutely. And that other person will stop because they see no one's joining them. And maybe in our silence that person goes, maybe it's not okay to judge. If we interrupt a person's thought, even for a split second, allowing them to have an interruption to their judgment and think, 
just for a split second that it's not okay to judge or that there's a different way to judge, that it's a positive judgment. We've moved that person and guess what? Now we've moved others. And when others are viewing us as a non-judging person and seeing our compassion, we are in the face of hundreds in our lifetime. And just by displaying positive, compassionate, understanding, acceptance of others, regardless of our differences, people feel that, they sense that. It may not be at a conscious level, but they feel it at a subconscious level. So don't ever doubt that when you're living what you believe, you're affecting thousands, if not millions of people. And if it's coming from a place of love and acceptance and compassion, you are affecting millions more than if it's in that closed, tight, fearful, dark, judging place. You'll have an impact, but it won't be near the impact as the infinite expansiveness of your compassion. So that being said, I ask each and every one of you to have a day of awareness of you. Be aware of yourself. Know where your fears of judgments are. Know where you judge yourself and let go of those voices that are judging for they aren't yours. You learned them in this lifetime and you didn't want them when you learned them and you don't want them now. I'm Kristen Bomas, joined today with Nicole. It was wonderful. Thank you. And we wish all of you a day filled with no judgment and nothing but compassion, fun, and love. Have a great week. We'll see you again on Speak Your Truth Radio. If you have any questions, any thoughts, any interaction, please tweet me at uh, Kristen Bomas on Twitter. On Facebook, you can make any comments to the blog or the podcast uh, at Kristen Bomas PA or Kristen Bomas. And of course, we always have KristenBomas.com, our website. We really look forward to hearing from each and every one of you any thoughts and comments you may have. Thank you for joining us.